Hi, I'm Serena Lowe. If you're used to hearing that introverts are shy, anxious, antisocial, and lack good communication and leadership skills, then this podcast is for you. You're about to fall in love with the calm, introspective, and profound person that you are. Discover what's fun, unique, and powerful about being an introvert, and how to make the elegant transition from quiet achiever to quiet warrior in your life and work, anytime you want, in more ways than you imagined possible. Thanks for being here. Welcome to today's episode of the Quiet Warrior Podcast with me, Serena Lowe. Today's topic is the introvert and overthinking. You're in a meeting and the leader asks a question. An answer comes to your mind, but then you start saying to yourself, what if it isn't the right answer? What about exceptions? What about in this case and that case? Let me think about it a little bit more just to be sure. Before you know it, someone else has put up their hand or jumped in saying almost exactly what you wanted to say. And the leader says, that's a really great response. What do the rest of you think? And you're mentally kicking yourself or overthinking yet again. In all the conversations I've had with introverts, deep thinkers and sensitive souls, just about everyone admits to being an overthinker sometimes. And along with it, to decision paralysis, where we can't make decisions and literally feel paralysed and stuck. Too many choices makes it too hard. If we had just two or three choices and had to pick one, that's easy, right? But when we add in other complications, such as hoping to please or at least to not offend certain persons, hoping to gain someone's favour because we might need their help and support later, or being afraid of being in the spotlight and having to defend our views with others looking, knowing we're not as good at thinking on our feet as they are. All these are factors that cause us to overthink. Overthinking is commonly associated with high achievers, with people who put a lot of pressure on themselves to excel and to be perfect. It could be the athlete who freezes and fails to start, even though they've been winning most of their races, because they saw their rivals taking part in the same competition, and these rivals have beaten them before. So they start thinking, what if they beat me again? And they get into such a panicky state, they can't bring themselves to run the race. It could be the student who has been consistently getting A's, who encounters a test where they are asked questions they didn't study and didn't prepare for, and they panic, and their mind goes blank, and they can't think properly. So they do badly. Then they get upset, because they did badly, and because they know they could have done so much better. And they start feeling guilty for letting themselves and their teachers and parents down. It could be the business owner who keeps wanting to start a podcast, or a blog, or to engage more on social media because they want to put themselves out there in order to attract their ideal audience and build a community and grow their business. But at the same time, they keep thinking of all the possible reasons why they can't. I don't know how to produce a podcast. I don't know what to say. What if I get trolled? There are already so many podcasts and blogs out there what difference could I possibly make? 
Indian yogi and visionary Sadhguru calls overthinking mental diarrhea and says it's no wonder we have no energy. Bethany Brookbank says the sharpest minds often ruin their lives by overthinking the next step while the dull win the race with eyes closed. How interesting is that? Have we ever considered that we have sharp minds, we have intelligent minds, we are really smart, we just overthink it? What is a cure to overthinking? If we could eliminate the over and just think, then we could do too. Only we'd be smarter doers because we'd be thinkers, says Sarah Stromer. This is a really good piece of advice. Why is it so hard for us to eliminate overthinking? Why are we so invested in being perfect? Is it because our identity is that of the perfectionist, the overachiever, the person that everyone expects to do really well, all through school, all through our careers, all through our personal lives? And if we drop the ball in any one thing, we feel that we've let ourselves down We've lost a bit of our reputation, and we've also let ourselves down in the eyes of others. Amit Ray suggests that if you want to conquer overthinking, bring your mind to the present moment and reconnect it with the immediate world. Overthinking is very much about spending too much time and energy in the future or in the past. We might be thinking that time years ago when I made that mistake, what if I did it again? Or we might be thinking into the future and projecting our worst fears. What if it doesn't work out? What if I lose money? What will my family say? What will other people say? How will I hold my head up when I walk into the room? How will I ever stand next to my peers and feel that I'm good enough? And so we keep postponing the next action step, thinking that we need to get it all together, if I could just gather more data, if I could just be sure, if I could just guarantee that this thing will not fail, if I could just make sure I pay attention to all the details and anticipate every small thing that could possibly go wrong. And so with this combination of wanting to please, wanting to gain approval, wanting to meet expectations wanting to get everything right, and wanting to control the situation, to make it happen and work out exactly the way we want it to. This is a recipe for overthinking and decision paralysis, because no decisions can be made while we are in this state. It is not a state that is conducive to the best kind of executive function. It is not conducive to inspiration, It simply postpones and puts into the future the things that we could be doing right now. And we know these things intellectually, but emotionally we are still invested in getting it right. This addiction to certainty is what keeps us from moving. What if instead we could take the tiniest possible step today to move forward with that project with that podcast, with that blog, with that article, with posting the first thing on social media and letting it be okay, just letting it go out there and do its thing, not attaching ourselves unduly to the outcome or to how it must be 
or to what people must say about it, but releasing it as a version one, knowing that there are many more versions to come and that each version is going to be an improvement because with the way we are and with our work ethic, we know that we will keep improving. We know that we will not let it rest. We know that we will not sign our names off on something that is incomplete or that is not good enough or that is not our best. But at the same time, we can combine this work ethic with taking these little steps. An accumulation of little steps over time has a compound effect, a very powerful effect. But we need to start doing something now, however imperfectly, and to be okay with it being imperfect. Don't hide behind the overthinking. Don't let it become an addiction. Let's start by thinking of what are the smallest steps we can break that project down to right now. Write that down on a piece of paper, a list of three, no more than five, so that it becomes manageable and doable. Because the more we can picture ourselves succeeding with it, the more motivated we are to do it. Don't make it hard for yourself. Don't put obstacles in your own way to keep yourself from achieving what you know you can. As Amy Poehler says, remember that talking about the thing isn't the thing. Doing the thing is the thing. What is one thing you're going to do today to eliminate overthinking and bring your project to the next step? I look forward to hearing from you. Have a brilliant rest of the day. I'm so grateful that you're here today. If you found this content valuable, please share it on your social media channels and subscribe to the show on your favorite listening platform. Together, we can help more introverts thrive. To receive more uplifting content like this, connect with me on Instagram at Serena Lo, Quiet Warrior Coach. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. See you on the next episode.